Jennifer. Hi. How are you? I am fabulous. How are you? I'm. Uh, okay. Let me rephrase that. Yesterday was a little effed up, as we all know. Well, let's let everybody tuning in for the first time know today okay. is what day is today? The seventh of 7th. January. Seventh of January. So, with what happened yesterday, and you can explain what happened. Well. What happened yesterday was chaos in the Capitol, as we chaos know. Chaos in the Capitol. And then, um, I, so today, though, the energy changed. Even though all you have to do is watch a couple of videos about how, how like, we won't even know that half of it, I don't think, they're going to, I mean, it is so deeply rooted of, I mean, of how bad you know, yesterday was, it was just so bad on so many levels. And there's been, I've, you know, I just feel, I think a lot of people's hearts were breaking. I had a lot of friends that their hearts were breaking. Like where were the armed guards? Like they had for black lives matter, you know, everybody got thrown until all, you know, and it wasn't like these people were not, these people were our presidents who he spoke to them before they stormed off. Like, it's kind of nuts that there was no preparation when weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks this has been planned. No, there's a lot of anomalies going on, as we know. Um, we live in this world of social media where you and I can look at a video of stuff that happened yesterday and go, well, what were they thinking? You know, how could they not know? I mean, everybody, blah, 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 blah. However, for the our beloved viewers, I just want to say our place here is a place of refuge and process and discussing Maverick how, just showed up. What? Maverick just showed, Maverick just of course up. he did. So I was not thinking of him. All right. Thank, thank you, John. I appreciate it. Now, Jennifer is referring to, of course, the late great Senator John McCain, who we interview extensively in the book Backstage Pass to the Flipside. And just for... <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I please. I don't want to interrupt him. What does he have to say? He literally just started doing a dance, and you know those things that you use for you blow those little celebration things that you use to like. <laughs> yeah, the whatever yeah. they called New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, and I'm like, what do you use? No one. He goes, like, granted, there. I think four people died. I know one woman died, but I think three other people were injured and later died. But he said. In the scheme of war, he's just like, there was hardly any casualties. Um, one casualty is too much, but he, he's blowing a horn though. Yeah. So tell us about that, John. What are you thinking? So John showed up blowing a horn. What, what blowing is it? Blowing a horn is like a celebration, but it's just only, he's literally showing a sheath of like showing Trump behind like this. Uh, Plate glass like fake glass and then he dropped it he goes he was unveiled and like literally put horns on him unveiled <laughs> like and horns were put revealed. on the guy he okay. was revealed and he was, like for people that were, were teetering and still trying to you know still trying to back him up now we're just like they know they just know that there's just no way they can yeah. well i just also want to give some context um the way that we initially spoke to John was I was in my apartment and I heard his voice in my head and mm -hmm. saying, I understand literally this sentence. I understand you're the person I need to speak to, to talk to my family. And I said, no, in my head, 
I'm not. You need to speak to Luana. And Luana is our person on the flip side who has the VIP right. list, who invites people in to speak. And that week, that following week, as I drove to Jennifer's office, on the way there, I said aloud, well, John, if you want to come and talk to us, I'm on my way to see Jennifer. I sat down in your chair and you looked at me and said, John McCain is here. Or you said Maverick was here. And so here he is again. And I, we're not here. I, Jennifer and I have not spoken. There's nothing right. in our notebook. There was our notebook, there. nothing. There's nothing. There's so no the fact that he, I mean, it makes sense that he would show up, but please, sir. I wasn't thinking it though. You know, that. please, uh, John, I want, we want to hear everything you want to say about what happened yesterday and about the history of the Capitol. And it was treason. It was something that, and I, I thought that he said it was something that needed to happen. He said, no. I'm sorry, say that again. I thought he was referencing it's something that needed to happen, but he said, no, this should have never, ever happened. I, what is he showing me? The last time, 1846? 1814. Thank you, John. Yeah, that was I the last time. I thought 1846, then he's like, no. No, I understand. The last time it happened was in 1814 when British stormed the Capitol and a tornado stopped them. By God. <laughs> um, he's kind of, well, okay, hold on. It was so unfortunate. That one tornado and he's referencing Trump could do so much damage. I like that, John, thank you. Thank you for that metaphor. And then It was unfortunate circumstances that had to happen in order to flesh him out. I understand. Well, you know, there was a woman who was an Air Force veteran who lost her life, I know, and, and she had been completely in that world of conspiracy and stuff like that. And I mean, it's a tragedy to her family and friends and people who love her. But are you saying, John, that she was part of uh, uh, something that helped people to understand the falseness? What are you saying? It's almost like she's, I mean, I hate to say things like this, though, but she sacrificed herself for the greater good on a, on a non, you know, nonlinear spiritual non level, correct? nonlinear spiritual level for people tuning in who want to be upset about that. We've been talking to the flip side for many years six years at least what we hear is it that people should, it still shouldn't have happened didn't but... have to happen but ultimately do we want to speak to her or i don't know luana is it too soon for her to talk to us no it's not too soon what would she like to say? John, I don't want to, I don't want to move you out of the chair. They're going to help her. She doesn't necessarily know how they're helping her. She doesn't necessarily know how to communicate. And what Jennifer means by that is they have to lower their frequency and speak in images. Can you give me her first name? Her first name, I think is, I want to, I'm sorry to, I'll look this up, but. Okay. So, and for the listeners, I work with names. It's not so, he's- uh, Ashley, I'm sorry. Her name is Ashley. I said, Abby, her name is Ashley Babbitt. And the reason we ask for her name is we don't know Ashley. We don't know anybody who does know Ashley. However, yeah. she's on the flip side. 
And I want to give her this opportunity. She is such a beautiful spirit. And she's showing me, uh, I mean, just vibrant. Like she comes through just vibrant and like light. And she, she believes she was fighting for the greater good. I understand. And let me ask you some questions, Ashley. First, welcome to our class. And if it's okay, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about your journey. She said it was, in, she said, interesting. Interesting class. Who was there to greet you when you crossed over? She said she was in shock. I felt like her grandmother was there on her mother's side. Okay. And, and so now, I'm sorry, on her father's side. On her and father's then, side, and grandmother. Then she says that somebody she used to, she's showing me, and I know you already told, you already said this, that she was in the Air Force, was she in the Air Force or Marines? Air Force, correct. Air Force. And she's saying that somebody she loved, I think in the Air Force was over and was over there. Um, was where, on the flip side or? On the flip side that greeted her. That greeted her. And yeah. so Ashley, You've got John McCain standing next to you. Is there anything you want to say to him? Thank you. She said, thank you for helping me. And so Ashley, I know you've, you're acclimating and it's- She had a huge, she had enormous respect for John McCain. As, as do we. So the transition of going over um, by her seeing him softened the landing of her going over. Very good. Ashley, I, I, I don't want to ask you any hold questions. Hold one second. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, please. Wow. She's saying that she was saluted when she got over there. Like she did her duty. And she knew instantly that it was going to be okay. So Ashley, this is some difficult questions I'm going to ask you. Do you mind if I ask you these questions or do you want to let John take over? Go ahead. We're all, I, we're working together. I think it's important for us to clarify something. You had a lot of things told you about <clears throat> conspiracy things about yes. people. She are those did. accurate or are those inaccurate? Well, I'm over here, right? <laughs> no, I understand. You, you're able to see things differently, but that's my question. Hold on, sorry. She said that, um, oh, shoot. I'm over here on the other side because I believed in those conspiracy theories. I see. Oh, I understand. And they should have never have made it to where I got to that point where I didn't trust my own country. Do you want to say anything to your loved ones, your husband? I'm sorry. And uh, apologies tried, to, to your tried, family. He tried to talk her out of it. He tried to talk her out of a lot of things. And then she felt like, um, she felt like she had the backup of, because she served her country whether it was in uniform or out of uniform, right? I understand. She, it blended too, it was, the lines were too, they were blending too much. So just to clarify, uh, 
you're a patriot. John considers you a patriot, but not because you lost your life in the service to Trump or service to this idea or these conspiracy theater, theater but because your death but brought her, people's reality to the front forefront. Is that correct? Correct. But her, but also she, whether it was in uniform or not uniform, she was in her mind, she's a crazy mind towards the end. She uh, said that was her quote, crazy mind, right? Crazy mind, yeah. yeah. That someone had to do something. And she, she believed in Trump, that they had to do something about it. I understand. And uh, I just want to say on behalf of your family and friends, I know this might sound intrusive and it might sound that we're somehow manipulating this reality, but Jennifer and I have been doing this for a long time. And now, if you don't mind, Ashley, you're, you're welcome to stay in our class and you're welcome to put any of your, your point of view in to our sessions here. But if we could turn back to John for a second. She said, she said I'm sorry from the earthly view. I'm sorry so, from the earthly view. But I understand my mission being here. And now we, once you're over there, just describe to us what this, what you're, because this is, must be new to you, obviously. What does it look like to you? Are you seeing John clearly as John or as a young man? Or how do you see the people that are around you? His energy, they all come with a certain energy when they've, when they've, um, when you defend our country, you have a certain energy and they, and so, um, but yeah, she, she knew right away who he was and she just showed me Ronald Reagan and um, there were several others, Johnson, like, Johnson we've this had we've this was a big event for everyone over there okay and I do want to get it, to oh, our class yeah, real fast so she was showing me like you asked the question of um what was it you know what was it like being over there or what was what was your experience of what you did here versus there or whatever I can't even remember what was the what was your question? It's all right with that idea of one uh, what what do they look like oh, to you being so okay but she said that when she was when when she was over there, she knew about everything because everything in the future and past shows up at once. There is no space and time. From again, this is her perspective. I get it. Her perspective. So all the feelings from this wasn't just one instance. Like she's all the other things that she has done. It made perfect sense why she did what she did. I understand. And, and in terms of your spiritual journey, have you been, have you she had a life I'm review? Done. She said, I'm done. <laughs> well, have you had a life review since going yeah. over? Okay. That, that kind of happens simultaneously, doesn't it? Yeah. Immediately. She goes, you just know. She goes, it's like having a shower of knowledge. The second you, it's, you're showered with all the knowledge the second you walk over. And what was that like for you to see friends and family members and people you've known forever in your life review, if that was the case? I did a lot of good. That's important to hear. I think that's really important to say. I sacrificed my life. And just to clarify, the, sacri the sacrifice helps our country. Is that what we're talking about? Yes. 
All right. So, Ashley, just hold that thought for a second. John, come on back in, please. To clarify what she's saying. She sacrificed her life for our country. What does she mean by that? Wow. She did that in all of her lives, one way or another. Talk about that. You mean as a as a military person, a soldier? Or? As a maiden, there was, you know, there was, um, hold on. Her soul has, whether she was on a different side of the, like, I just was shown, you know, the not, I was shown several different groups that she has been involved in. Um, it hasn't, it's not just here. It's not just the U.S. Um, Several conf conflicts and wars throughout history. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Tapping the nose. Um, that's yeah. beautiful. And, and John, I appreciate you giving us clarity and, and sort of some scope for that. Because we've talked to you about your lifetime and how many things you went through, whether it was overcoming cancer, whether it was being a POW, right. suffering in so many different ways and learning profound lessons in, in your journey. Let's put it that way. You've talked about that with us. Um, and so, but just in terms of what happened yesterday, people have asked me, like, is there a flip side element to this? You know, what was, what's the benefit? And so I think Ashley's just hit the nail on the head, which is the country needs to see what's really going on. And this is a way to help people it, understand. He just showed me it ripped everything open to really like, I mean, to have him show me that, that clear sheath, you know, coming down to show who our president is says a lot like people even though a lot of people intuitively knew it but they didn't want to believe it how can we how can we have someone like this that i mean <laughs> well john you said mentioned horns now those are usually comedic little red horns were you being funny or were you actually trying to point to something deeper <laughs> sorry i was only being funny Okay, thanks. I just wanted to clarify that. And other presidents that we've had speak to us in our class and in backstage pass the flip side, I can't ignore them. And I thought maybe they might want to weigh in today. Does anybody else want to weigh in about what? Well, Ronald Reagan keeps coming up. So Please, I sir, stop by. You know, and I want to apologize to your wife, because in the book, she showed up and said, hey, I'm the person who had a psychic. I don't know why you didn't talk to me first. And so... <laughs> I kind of thought that was funny, but I didn't really follow that up. But Ronald, what would you like to say? What would you like to say yeah. about the events yesterday? Go we ahead. Saw this, we saw this in the Iran-Contra affair. What, what was that? What did we see? He's showing me like the, I'm, he's showing me, oh my God. Sorry, what is his name? Well, let's unpack it. What's he showing you? He's showing me the guy that had to go that the I the Iran Contra affair, like the Iran Contra affair, the the colonel that had to stand up and testify. Yeah. Okay. I forget his name. It's whatever. He had a talk show okay. for a while. I'm just wondering. Okay. Why are you referencing him, sir? For artifice. 
he thought he was doing the right oh. thing for our country. Okay. I when, it when it enabled the opposite. Um, so he's referencing guns from the Iran-Contra Iran to the flags. Right. So, so it, it, let me clarify, if I may, sir. What Please. you're saying is, is that uh, when people deceived the country, they thought they were doing it for yes. uh, patriotic reasons. Because that's their illusion, or I don't know if you want to call it a delusion. Del delusion. Delusion, you want to call it that. And so your perspective now about the people who are in the White House, what would you like to say to people tuning in to hear your opinion about what's going on? To settle down. <laughs> he says, settle down. There's a much bigger picture at work to secure the future of the history, the future of, you know. Future of the country. Future of the country. Yeah, but why did he use that terminology? Hold on. That was interesting because he said the future history of the country. So our future history, which is interesting. Um, wow. It's almost as if they're, he's making sure that he could never run again. Interesting. Making sure you mean the president, the current president is making sure that he would never have to run again or never run again. He'll uh, be able to. He'll never be able to run again. I see. It's like burning the house down before you leave. It's it's the insurance policy. So what would you like to say to people who are distressed or concerned or worried about our country? On behalf of somebody that people always look to for advice. So they, so they said, he's saying that politics, you know, there's so many, okay, hold on. Everything now is brought down to fake news, fake this. There's so many polarities with everything that now at least we could start cleaning it up. Like we could start really cleaning. He's shown me literally a broom, like cleaning up all the messes that have been made uh, and really unveiling, you know, we our country's still hurting from, he's like, from my mistakes, he's saying, from everyone that has had part in thinking that they were helping the country that sometimes bit them in the, in the ass later um, or other presidents had to clean up. Um, okay. So now there is a chance to start new with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. There is a chance to start healing. And for those that voted for Trump or didn't, you know, that wasn't, that was your vote because you believe that Paul, like the Republican party could pull through. You know, don't look at this, you know, there was a Trump cult, which was separate from people voting for Trump that believed that the system could still work. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. And I appreciate it because it's a very unusual perspective. Here we have, for all intents and purposes, we're having a discussion with a former president of the United States, former governor of California, former actor who is trying to say to take this opportunity 
to mend, to bind up the wounds of the country, yes. to not look at this as a polarization, but is this a, a release the way somebody like might say? Like an unveiling. An unveiling, a healing, you know, tearing a scab off a wound sometimes in the sunlight and in truth, it becomes healed. So that idea of your perspective of healing us is a, you know, wonderful. It's a wonderful thing to hear and to be said. And, but also to clarify that Jennifer, this isn't Jennifer's point of view, even though she might agree with it. And it's not my point of view. I don't think I've ever voted that side of the aisle, even though my family is from that. Well, my, you know, whatever. But the point is, this is not about us. This is about having a conversation with somebody on the flip side who's trying to say, heal. Take this as a healing opportunity. Take this as a way to bind up the country's wounds. Yes. Um, Collectively, the collective wounds. You know, I was just shown, you know, what they had to go through, what they had to go through for segregation and for like dealing with Black Lives Matter, you know, but everything this country has had, like, so it's not just healing from this incident, it's healing the collective atro atrocities that we've had. It was profound to watch, by the way, and I'd like to hear John's opinion and Ronald's opinion or anybody else who wants to weigh in. And then you just showed me Hiroshima. Hiroshima was a, a way of, Excuse me. that's all right. Hiroshima, I think people call it that as well. I, I'm sorry, but, but, but that idea of that was a way of binding up wounds, healing the world. Healing the world. It's a from, tough one. I yeah. understand, I understand. Hard to, hard to, let's not go down that path yet. No, I know. We that's haven't gotten that far. But yeah. so Ronald, anybody else in your world or in your view, or Luana, anybody else that wants to come in and weigh in about this topic? Truman. Very good. Let President Truman, please. We appreciate you coming in. This is the first time we've talked to you. Yeah, I haven't. We haven't spoken to you before, it. sir. Please. You told me, like, we couldn't, you know, we're giving you Truman, but we don't have a picture of Truman because you don't have it. I don't have it. You in don't have head. it in your head. It's okay. <laughs> President Truman, Harry, we'll call you Harry for short. Please take a seat, if you don't mind. We're happy to chat with you. You mentioned Hiroshima, so that would bring us Harry. So Harry, what would you like to say? Let me just ask you I, some simple questions. I don't remember the court. I didn't. Let me ask you some simple questions, Mr. President. One, who was there to greet you when you crossed over? My dogs. He's showing me his Sweet. dogs. Sweet. Right now. And then his mother. And then your mom. And, and did you sign? Sorry. Oh, she came after you. Never mind. Was that a happy reunion? Did you feel good about your journey? I was celebrated. So you this is what's so cool. So like that. So I can't. I wish there was a camera in my head. So I'm being shown. You know the woman Ashley, who when she arrived over on the other side, she was saluted for her duty and her you know, everything that she service, went through. Yeah. And it was her, all of her lifetime services she was saluted wow. for. And so I just got shown the same thing. When you asked that about Truman, everybody went like this again. Wow. Everyone was saluting him for his, for all the things that he did. He goes, they gave me shit later, but <laughs> well, how can I do that? And, you know, 
I understand. But Let me ask you, sir, if I can, the yeah. idea of uh, being participating in the, you know, the experiment that we had here in the United States of two atomic weapons on another country, innocent civilians, let's call a spade a spade. A lot of people died. And I know at the time you felt it was justifiable because a million soldiers would die. Because of, he, because of what he was told. Yeah. What he was told. But was there any, in your life review, was there any kind of reference to that? Or how did that go down? We all came in together. So you show me him as a president and all the people that died, they were all part of the same group that came in together came into the planet together and left the planet together. Is that what you mean? Yes. That's pretty profound. Um, what was what was the lesson of your lifetime? Leadership. And had you done that before in other lifetimes or was this new for you? No, many times. He showed me being Roman, um, one of those like Roman uh, centurion or something with the yeah, on a chariot hat. yeah on a chariot no less wow he, he led the roman empire i mean i could ask you the name of this charioteer and if we could look him up we could track that down because the romans kept wonderful records of who was who in the zoo but the important thing mr truman i'd like your opinion of what happened yesterday in the nation's capital disgrace something fallen he's showing me like something fallen because it's not just trump it's everyone that supported him in not getting the help that should have been there he says and that's he says people fear like hold on they should have gone against him and they didn't when it came to securing the capital so, and do you mean people in the White House or do you mean people in the Capitol Police or just people in general? All of it. All of it. And what's your advice, sir? There was hundreds of people at fault. At fault. We've heard this before. It, you know, it takes an army to, to create a mistake. Everybody gets involved. We talked to President Johnson about that. He, he mentioned that as well. It takes a lot of moving parts in order to, for things to happen. What would you like to tell people tuning in to hearing that we can actually chat with you? Is this something anybody can do? Or have you chatted with your family members? Or yes, He said yes, but nobody would believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, if I was in, he literally showed me showed being in my chair saying I wouldn't believe it if I was, you know, it was reversed. Be like, right. Um, well, the but, buck stops here, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was his saying, you know. Get a, so get a funny. thing on his desk. Okay, the buck um, stops here. Hold on. He wants to go back to yesterday. Please. He said, I agree with Ronald Reagan. We have a lot of cleaning up to do of all of the atrocities that have happened. If it's in our molecular, like it's in our energy field. And so when something like that yet have, wow, it's fascinating. Something like that, something that happened like yesterday, all of us light up because even if we don't understand it, even if we just are basing it upon, thank you, basing it upon here and what's happening here, he said, 
he's showing me like all the little lights in our electromagnetic field that hold our consciousness, our energy lights up of different time periods where this has happened and has made us scared. He said, think about it. He goes, why would you be scared in California in your home in Manhattan Beach over something that's happening in DC? It's not, it's not gonna reach you. You're not gonna die tonight. You're not, you know, but there were so many people that were so scared and so saddened by this. Well, it's primal, you know, it's primal. You see the nation's capital under siege, not since 1814. It's a, it's a stressful thing to see, however, from the perspective of the flip side, as Truman, Mr. Prince, President, they're will point celebrating. out. That's the crazy part. And I hate to even say that they're all like partying up there. Celebrating the idea that now the what yes. the facade is crumbled. It can be clean. It can be cleaned up. There was so much energy junk coming at so many different ways. And now it can be it could start healing. It could start it could start, you know, it can be cleaner, it can be cleaned. Um, we, there's lots of work to do, they're saying, and it starts from everybody in their hearts. So let me ask you guys, um, this awareness of what's happened of the new president, I just wanna hear if anybody wants to weigh in, any comments or advice <laughs> from the flip side for the new president and his vice president. Anything you guys wanna say for Joe? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hold on. They're literally they're literally saying hold on. Like they have Joe Biden holding on to Kamala, um, holding her hand. And it's almost like they're getting on, you know, I'm being shown that the Matterhorn at Disney. <laughs> like getting on that crazy. Well, getting ride. on that right, it's gonna be a doozy. Is that what you mean? Um lots of highs and lows. And because there's, there's just a lot of work to be done. We're still reeling from, you know, this last year. Right. And this is like, this is excluding COVID. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, COVID has made it to where some people are becoming more, you know, all of this came out of people hurting. And that's what we really have to remember. You know, people that didn't feel things were fair or just. Granted, there's crazy people there, but a lot of it believed that they're. The so how can take how can we change how can we change that ship around? How do we get people together on the ship in the right direction? How do we give them hope? We listen. We give them a voice, even when we don't want to. We do. This is deeper than what, you know, or what Trump has been doing. Um, he just ignited it and then he kept it going. On some level serving a purpose, is that correct? Yes, he too agreed to all of this before. Very good. People aren't aware that we've spoken to Donald's father and his brother on our podcast. Um, and they had some unusual things to say about him. But is there anybody else here? And, and uh, Harry, if you want to say anything else to your fans or people that are, what would you like to say? Light the fire, but keep it contained. Light the fire, but keep it contained. The fire of? 
whatever side you're on whatever passions you have but keep it contained keep it civil peaceful peaceful with love and harmony very good uh anybody else want to weigh in from our president's gallery that wants to wants to talk about oh <laughs> something showed up who was that malcolm x malcolm x wow how fantastic please sir take a seat if you don't mind everybody malcolm x appreciate you taking the time we have not spoken to you sir no but if you if you don't mind um let, if i can just can i ask you some questions directly wow hold on hold on one second he's just saying this is so deeply deeply disturbing and deeply rooted what would you like to say to people in general something to peace help them peace has to start from within you can't do anything the right way without starting it with peace from within peace within may i ask you some questions sir mm -hmm. who was there to greet you when you crossed over did martin luther king die before uh after no i think he died after, after a couple of years after there too so but higher was, selves can also greet well, there's somebody i don't have it in my reference there's somebody like i felt like his someone uncle. like martin luther king greeted him like martin luther king and it was oh his wife there's something about his wife hold on so i don't know if i'm talking to martin luther king right now or malcolm x give me a second it's not that I'm getting them confused. They keep going in and out. Hold on. It was his first love. It was his first love. Yeah. From Omaha? He couldn't be with his first love, it felt like. Oh, somebody that you fell in love with as a young man. Thank you. Yes. Uh, and Malcolm, who are you hanging out with on the flip side? And how long did it take you to adjust from the moment you obviously had been assassinated? He was so mad, he said. He had so much more work to do. He was so angry. He said that took a little while. He said he understood, but it didn't matter. He was still so mad that he was, you know, that he was assassinated. And he robbed just, of robbed of his work. Mm -hmm. And he just felt like everything was going to be delayed. And he goes, but it wasn't. It was... Time doesn't exist, you know, but it wasn't. And what's your observation of what's going on in the United States today in terms of race and and the like? Yesterday showed the inequality of what it's like to be white and what it's like to be black in and of itself without trauma. Clearly, clearly, none of those people would be alive today. No. Um, but what can we do to help bind up the nation's wounds if we can do anything? He just keeps saying peace and he's lighting a candle, praying for the country, praying for your enemies. Praying for your enemies, saying prayers for your enemies. That's pretty beautiful. I've read your autobiography. I'm like, well, people don't really have enemies. And he's just, he said, anyone that you have a disdain towards, pray for. Let me ask you a silly question. What was your opinion of the film that Denzel did? Um, Mediocre. <laughs> 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 laughing. He said it was fantastic. 
they were able to put in just thank you like things that I was thinking like I always say I'm like I wish there was somebody that was videoing you oh. know what given to me because it's so powerful I feel like I don't do it enough justice he's saying they knocked it out of the park beautiful bring everything they put into that and then some they reflected on things they made it multi-dimensional instead of two-dimensional with the words and the theory and just he said it was and he goes not to mention i looked amazing <laughs> he's a terrific actor he did a wonderful job spike lee did a wonderful job with your story yeah. as well i wouldn't i we would be bereft if we didn't speak to martin luther king if he wants to speak to us i know you're sort of uh on the sidelines there do you have anything to say sir or they said they were coming in together that's why it was confusing that's why he went back but and again not being there's no hierarchy of anything um he said certainly not with malcolm <laughs> very good i've interviewed we've interviewed you and i think you appear in one of our books backstage pass the flip side and if you can just tell people just showing me the black and white footage of the marches that they had in Washington and how they knew, like they knew they were taking their lives into their own hands. They knew what it could have been like, but they also knew what not to do. I see. Well, pretty much you, you invented that form along with Gandhi, the nonviolent form of protest. It goes, it would be much easier to be like, you know, yesterday, because that would have proven them right. Right? He goes, That's right. I understand. Yeah, people have said that if there was gunfire and stuff like that, it would be martyrdom. Yeah, he said it was a totally different. Other than Ashley. Using peace, um, using peaceful protests gets your message across. And it makes it much more difficult for the people that don't want to change. So let me just say that again. You using peaceful protests makes, say again, I'm sorry. It makes it harder for the other side to change their opinions because they would much rather have you be like how they reacted. Trump supporters acted yesterday. I they, see. Because it proves people's points. They didn't get any message across yesterday. There was no message yesterday. So here we are asking somebody, people who really have a deeply set belief system in peaceful protest, as well as changing the paradigm of the planet. How can people access you so it, they don't have to wait for us to talk to you? They what's do the, all the time. They do all the time. Mm -hmm. and, and what's the best? Because poetry and study, through poetry, writing through and filmmaking and history. He said history is rich, so rich and full of lessons that have been brought forth. He goes, every single thing like yesterday is now going to be a lesson for people not to ever do again. He goes, we've had countless of we've had countless lessons. And then I just got the Bay of Pigs. He just, I'm sorry. So Kennedy just walked in. Um, it's allowed. This is his crowd. Please, sir, if you don't mind, we've spoken to you before. I don't exactly. want to keep saying that. He just showed me Jackie Onassis. So what okay. would you like to say about yesterday's events, Mr. Kennedy, Mr. President? All the Kennedys. All the Kennedys. All of you guys. I figured you'd want to chat today. What would you like to say about your opinions of yesterday's events, please? Anybody? Bobby? 
John, Jackie. Hold on. <laughs> Jackie. Hold okay. On. Let's unpack it. Well, she's saying that Trump's wife needs to leave him. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's good advice. I, I'm surprised she's still with him. It is not something that I have in my head. It's not something I'm thinking. I have no con like I have no opinion on that whatsoever. When it comes like so, I'm I am making sure. She, listen, first of all, Jackie Onassis. I haven't seen like I've never I haven't seen her. So now all the Kennedys are coming through. Um, she can make such a powerful impact on women by doing if, that by speaking up. Know. Uh, Jackie, who was there to greet you when you crossed over? I don't know if we've asked you that. John. Pretty good. Um, and yeah. listen, I, again, you know, we've we've had Robert Kennedy come forward during a session and ask us to pass along information to his children, one of them. And I did. And we did. And so I'm and they got it. So it, we're, we do our best to just be to share information and if they have stuff they want to tell us and the, we can pass it along we do and i haven't we haven't talked about what they had to say but in this forum uh robert or john or jackie what would you like to say to people who are stressed or need to heal wow hold on i just why are you showing me that they're showing me JFK getting shot. They're showing me that film reel that you see. Yes. Uh, Can I unpack that? Yeah. Are you showing that to Jennifer to say the artifice of what we're seeing is not really the reality of what we're seeing? That there's a bigger story behind everything that happens that we see, much bigger. You've talked about this, and yeah. we've talked about one of the other presidents being indirectly involved with John's. Uh, assassination and Robert's assassination without naming names. But let's just say at the time, I, I remember John very clearly said every president makes mistakes. We all made mistakes, but we all are trying to, you know, understand what, what the journey is about. So is that what you mean by showing Jennifer the assassination? D just describe that in your own words, please. Pain, fear drove the same basically the same group of people, you know, fear drove people. Those people behind the assassination. Correct. Their fear that John was not going to save the country. And so therefore it's they very, had to eliminate him. Is that correct? Correct. It's a very real fear and it's always ignited by somebody. And this time it's somebody that's front and center that it ignited that fear. Over, very unusual. Over and all of the propaganda, the propaganda alone is insane. Like he's saying it's insane what he's gotten away with, with just what he has preached, what he has said. And he hasn't taken the people, the lives that have been lost from COVID because he wasn't willing to wear a mask. Like, I mean, our country should have never had what's happened happen. I understand. Thank you for weighing in. Appreciate it. Um, anything? But there's so with. Okay, show me here. All of them 
are saying so we have so much healing that we need to do as a country as a world as a universe what would you say today john if you had the pulpit and could speak you were so eloquent in life you just said love thy neighbor as thyself <laughs> doesn't get any more eloquent than that if we can he said, if everyone had that in their hearts, they wouldn't see any colors. They would see all of the colors all at once. They wouldn't see individual colors. And they could, they could see individual colors when they wanted to, but if everyone had immense love, first for yourself, that's the way you give it out, but then for every being, and he's showing me sentient beings and, you know, I got shown my dog, <laughs> Chloe. Animals, the planet, the planet, trees, life. If we you would love, you would take care of it better. If we loved ourselves, our neighbors, as much as we love ourselves, yeah. things like this wouldn't happen. But yeah. at the same time, it's also the direction of out the way out, which is to find common, the listen. We heard that, listen and to pay attention to others in a way that you haven't before. <laughs> That's yeah. wild. How much more time do I have with you, my dear? Um, we have uh, five more minutes. Okay, very good. Luana, uh, what would you like to say? I'm, you know, we haven't asked you lately, what's going on with you? I just saw one of your friends tried to call me on the phone. Is there anything that you want to impart to the planet? Um, hold on one second. Um, oh, that's interesting. She showed me that picture that I remember seeing on Facebook with our friend, Robert. Um, oh, that's who tried to call me. Yeah, that's what she said. Anything you want me to say to Robert? He always asks, how's Lou? So funny, he doesn't ask me that, but he asks you that. Um, well, it's because he always, she reminded me, I need to talk to Hira. Um, oh, you need that. Yeah. Robert's dog on the flip side. Um, hey, Lou, I got a quick one for, go ahead. Wait one second. I wanted to, yeah. Robert needs to be patient. And he needs to listen. He he wants things instant, but he can't. He needs to listen more. Welcome to the club. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. My yeah. question, Lou, the other day I got a call from a friend of yours, Fred. And okay. uh, Fred has taken your screenplay that you wrote about your life and given it to a couple of people. And I'm just, I want to hear your opinion about that because well, it's. She showed me Netflix. Interesting, but it also though I don't know. I saw HBO as well. It's um, allowed. Are these the right people to be taking it to? And, and again, this is out of my hands. Fred Fred is a uh, Oscar-winning movie producer. He has one of Luana's screenplays that she wrote before she passed away. You have to start over. Okay, start it again because you were. Oh, I froze for a second. Uh, this is Fred is an Oscar-winning movie producer. He has one of Luana's screenplays that she wrote before she passed away, and he called me the other day to say that he's given it to a couple of people, an actor and a director. I just want to hear from Lou. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Eh. 
one thumb up one th i feel like it's like this. <laughs> one thumb up one thumb sound yeah. okay so well, let, me, let me find out wait hold on a second what does that um, mean Lou? the director feels super busy that's actually correct the super busy super super busy so it's just going to sit there but the, the actor is excited about it wow well that's good to hear all right that's good to it'll hear i understand bad, but it'll be a different route it feels like Okay. Well, I, listen, I can translate that as best as I can. I totally understand. That's absolutely accurate. The director she's talking about is beyond busy. And the actress she's talking about would be really excited to play. This role. Excited. That would be really cool. Knock on wood. But before we go anywhere, let's look around the room here. We've talked to a number of presidents, almost presidents, John McCain, Thank and you, wives. sir. Don't forget the wives. And the wives and our our new friend, Ashley, who came along with John, let's say. John invited her in, and that was kind of her to come and speak to us. And the presidents who wanted to weigh in about the events of yesterday. Is there any other? And Truman and, and Malcolm X. Wow. Anybody else want to weigh in about yesterday? that we haven't gotten to that Lou is on your list. Well, actually, Luana does. Oh, please. Um, I can help you unpack that. I, I can't get no satisfaction. Who sings that? <laughs> Mick Jagger. Yeah, the Rolling he, Stones. She showed oh. me Mick Jagger and then she showed me that song. So what's going on there? Well, Lou, are you referring to I can't get no satisfaction out of what's going on in Washington? Or are you talking about Mick, are you talking about Jerry? Or are you talking about somebody else? I'm talking about Mick. I'm talking about Mick. I know Mick's here. Yeah. We would all know. Happy, um, happy, happy, happy Mick. He's great. He has my bow tie. I loaned him a bow tie once at the Cannes Film Festival. He never gave it back. So um, why can't Mick get no satisfaction? Or why are you showing uh, Jennifer a 1960s tune? She's just showing me the 60s in general. Okay. Uh, and that all of the all of the different time periods, every single time period had fear, whether it was war, famine. Um, it goes back to nothing necessarily. And I just saw another picture. Wow. Um, like 9-11. All right, so let me clarify that for a second. Luana, you showed her I Can't Get No Satisfaction to refer to the protests in the 1960s, anti-war protests, yeah. where there was that journey where the country was in a turmoil over and polarized between what's going on and what should or shouldn't happen. And about the Vietnam War. The Vietnam War. And so, and so every generation, 9-11, everyone had is a generation where protest is or dramatic events happen that seem to be out of our control, but they're not. Is that what you're trying to say, Lou? So how can we give satisfaction to people listening in? Everyone needs to start with themselves. Goes along the line of what all of them have said. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs to start with themselves and really try to find out what it is that you believe, what it is that you believe in, and why this has hurt you, or why do you feel sad, and then do something about it. Peacefully. And important to add, 
Love your neighbor as yourself. Love Literally. Thyself. Say again, I'm sorry. Love your neighbor as thyself. As thyself. It's got to be a biblical verse somewhere. <laughs> well, yeah. It came from our buddy, Jesus. Ah, you're right. <laughs> and we'll have to say, listen, we've had a big panoply of stars here today. You know, Jesus, you're just going to have to wait in the wings, buddy. We'll get to you it's, at another no, time. <laughs> oh, aliens are here? Of course they are. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can't get to everybody. But listen, I just want to wrap this up by saying thank you to everybody that's shown up today. I'm sure this is going to be mind-bending to anybody who's tuning in for the first time. Like, what? All I can say is that most of the people we've spoken to before so it's not not that unusual for us to have a chat with them again and for them to bring in other people who haven't chatted with us it's wonderful and and really dramatic and fun of for both sides but most importantly listen to your loved ones on the flip side they're trying to talk to you and secondly they're trying to tell you love your neighbor as yourself not a religious thing but a humanity thing that the the planet depends upon you doing so right and here we are repeating something that's been biblical for i don't know how many years but whatever it bears repeating to, i thought we were trying to get away from that but leave it <laughs> but it, it bears repeating <laughs> anyway it? well thank you jennifer